How's it, Kako? And mahalo for tuning into Spiritual Bestie. My name is Kehal Paulo. I'm a Mata of four living in America, a spiritual strategist, and I help people to align with their highest timeline utilizing modern sidereal astrology, divination with tarot and oracle cards, and Mana'o mentoring. You can check out my services at spiritualbestie.com. Now, this podcast is going to be a fusion of an audio diary, astro updates, and alchemy advice from the perspective of a native Hawaiian woman. I'll be giving you weekly galactic gossip, sharing my eccentric thoughts and various practices, rituals, techniques to alchemize the life you want by incorporating occult, esoteric, and metaphysical ike or knowledge in a way that's practical and makes sense for these modern times. As always, take what resonates and release the rest. I'm going to declare this right now that 2023 is going to be my lucky girl era. Everything that I want is going to come to me with ease. It's going to flow to me like vai. Because I am magnetic as fuck. Yeah, yeah. We got to be a little delusional. But we're gonna we're gonna say this. We're gonna say that I'm always lucky. I'm always lucky. I'm always in the right place at the right time. I am creating my dream life. 2022, that was that was a rough one. But we're gonna we're we're fucking alchemists. So we're gonna turn that lead into gold and we're gonna quantum shift this shit. I feel like the end. The end of 2022 started getting better because we were all like jumping to our higher timeline and emanating the higher self, right? That character. And so now 2023, lucky girl era. And so it fucking is. How's that? Let's get our Montreal Kala. I trust the universe is always 10 steps ahead of me. I love it. Fuck yeah, I'm here for this. It's giving lucky girl era. I trust the universe is always 10 steps ahead of me. Miracle message 24 is compare no more. Comparing is a nasty habit. Lucky girls... They don't compare. When She didn't say that. Sorry, I said that. When we compare ourselves to others, we get hooked into the belief that we're better than or less than someone else. Comparing creates animosity, resentment, jealousy, and competition. Living in this way can hurt your happiness and your sense of peace. How can you be peaceful when you're constantly comparing yourself? It's exhausting. Beneath the desire to compare is a deep-rooted sense that we are not enough. When we feel an unconscious sense of lack, we project that lack onto others so we don't feel so bad about ourselves. It's a vicious cycle. For instance, maybe you've been single for a while and you often compare yourself to people who are in relationships. This act of comparing sends you into a tizzy, reinforcing all that you don't have and convincing you that attached folks are better than you. Or maybe you compare yourself to celebrities and notable figures. 
You always see yourself as less than, and in effect, you feel incomplete. Understanding this pattern is the first step towards transforming it. Once you're aware of your comparing habit, the next step is to take action towards changing your behavior. The moment you witness yourself comparing, pause and say, whether out loud or to yourself, quote, the light I see in them is a reflection of my inner light, end quote. Even if you don't believe this affirmation or you think it's too new agey, give it a shot. Each time you compare, recite the affirmation. Choosing to perceive oneness in the moment can release you from the need to compare. In an instant, you can be set free. That is a miracle. Practice this tool as often as possible and pay attention to your shifts. The shifts may be subtle at first, but you'll feel relief right away. Set yourself free from the comparison cycle and be at peace with who you are because you're a lucky girl. (laughs) I'm ridiculous. Miracle message number 24. Whenever you compare yourself to others, simply say this prayer. The light I see in them is a reflection of my inner light. This is the part of my show that I call Galactic Gossip, where I spill the tea on what's happening astrologically. This is based off planetary and luminary transit, solar activity, and the Schumann Resonance. Hey girl, I got the astro tea for you for today. So the moon is going to move into Sagittarius. This is represented by a centaur, um, like a half horse, half human. And this is the archer of the zodiac. It's ruled by Jupiter. So it, it, um, it's very generous and jovial. And Sagittarius people need to be careful that they are not overextending themselves. Also not being too quick to make decisions. Um, they love having a good time very playful and sometimes they can be very stubborn especially if you're telling them what to do authority figures turn off don't tell Sagittarius how to do anything because they they go to the beat of their own drum so if you have someone trying to tell you how to run shit or do things in your life you might be feeling some type of way and going to be like, what was that? How? No, I'm just kidding. But, you know, it's like they, they don't give a fuck. Like, they're going to say whatever <laughs> if you trigger them. But if, they, you know, if they're not triggered, they're very like, I, I don't know. I love being around Sag. Um, very playful. Very. They want to have fun. They, that's, a, that's it. They just want to have fun. Um, and if, they, if they're going to handle Kuleana, it's going to be on their terms, you know? So that's the that's the tea for today you might be feeling that way with the moon moving into Sagittarius um very adventurous um would they go wherever the fuck they want just think it's the horse right so wherever the horse wants to, where where it wants to roam that's where it's gonna roam um and so you might be feeling that way today do wanting to do things in your own authentic way that feels liberating and expansive and full of joy 
Spiritual Bestie Book Club. So we're reading from Return to Saturn, Guiding Soul Seekers Off Their Ass and Out of Their Head in 19 Days by Diana Ricciardi. Don't know if I'm saying that right. It's basically a workbook. And we are on day seven. This is part two. And because day six was technically broken into two different sections because it's so long. So day seven is called Breaking It Down. Today is a continuation of yesterday's thoughts and exercise. I want you to look back on your limiting beliefs you wrote down. Let's start out with the limiting belief you feel holds you back the most. So you're going to write down limiting belief number one, and you're going to ask these questions or answer these questions. What is the limiting belief? Okay, write that down. Why do I believe this is true? When I choose not to believe it, what am I afraid might happen? Do I truly believe that will happen? Yes or no? Whose belief was it before I adopted it as my own? Yep, call them out. Put a name. What can I choose to believe right now that that will propel me forward? And the last question is, how will I know when this belief is com- has completely disappeared? So you're going to do that for four different limiting beliefs. Five, six, I guess however many you listed. Because, yeah, she has a whole bunch of space. There's, like, room for ten of them. And you're just going to answer all of those questions. And then there's a quote. You cannot protect yourself from sadness without protecting yourself from happiness. Jonathan Safran Foyer. I don't know if I said that right. Okay, so go do that. And then we'll come back and we'll finish up day seven. Okay, part two. Are you getting the hang of it yet? Now, on the next page, I want you to condense your top 10 old limiting beliefs into a new list. So in the new list, on the right side, it doesn't matter what side, I want you to write down what you decided to believe instead. So example, old limiting belief, no one will ever love me. New empowering belief, everyone in my life is there for a reason and I am loved. Keep in mind that the self-talk you are working off of right now consists of only your old beliefs, not facts. So you can just, as a matter of factly, adopt your new beliefs as you did your old ones. It simply might take a little patience. So she has a list on the left that says old limiting beliefs and a bunch of lines. And then on the right, she has new empowering beliefs with a bunch of lines. And we can use those new empowering beliefs as daily affirmations. Okay, so after you finish writing all that down, pause this. Okay, so pause this, and then when you're done, come back. Okay, so now that you have the old limiting beliefs written down and the replacement new empowering belief, awesome. You now have a firm grasp on the thoughts you can choose to think and believe. How does it feel? When you're in the right frame of mind, rather than trying to reframe your thoughts in a self-loathing state, the new beliefs sound so much less ridiculous than the old ones, right? Now, they're right in front of you to reach for whenever you need a little reminding. Empowerment comes from realizing that you can choose to think different things, which leads to 
a new and fulfilling reality. These new affirmations may feel silly at first, but I promise you, you are not lying to yourself despite that it might feel that way. You are simply getting back to the truth after lying to yourself with your old beliefs for years. So that was day seven. Not too bad. If you enjoyed this episode, share them with your mother, your father, your auntie, your brother, your sister, your uncle, your neighbor, and all your holoha on Facebook, Instagram, Snapchat, TikTok, Twitter, and kanakabootycall.com. So what did I learn today? I learned that declaring 2023 to be my lucky girl era is a new empowering belief.